0: A recent article by PMN News journalist Kalia Strong shared the work of music distribution company Precise Digital uh, doing to support Pacifica musicians in getting paid royalties for their music while stopping others taking advantage. Pacific artists are uh, racking up literally millions of views on YouTube, but many of them aren't making the money they're entitled to or not even aware that they're entitled to royalties. We are joined now on Pacific Days by Masse, Josh Massey, Head of Distribution, Polynesian Music with Precise Digital. Uh, Mum from Levy, selling more, Dad from Savaii, been in the music industry since 2008 guitarist for uh, three houses down for the last 14 years, uh, currently plays guitar, co-produces music for Mr. Cowboy and Punia Lava'a, who he is currently on tour with in Samoa, where he joins us from now. thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thank you so much yeah. for joining us today.
1: Pacific Media Network.
0: This is a very, very important talanoa and especially for every single uh, Pacifica musician, artist uh, that is either watching online or listening in. But just quickly, tell us a little bit about Precise Digital, its uh, history and the services that uh, you currently provide for our uh, Pacific, uh, Pacific artists. Awesome. Yeah. Um...
1: Uh, so Precise Digital, we are a representation for not only our Polynesian artists, but artists worldwide, you know, um. so the company was founded and, you know, it was started by our CEO right now, his name is Michael Giles, and he started the company around about three to four years ago, and then so uh, we have grown to about, there's about 10 or 11 of us now who all have separate and different niches that we work in so myself I work predominantly in the Pacifica or Polynesian music scene you know so um you know for a long time you know there was no representation for our artists on a digital level so when CDs and cassettes went out you know it was a whole new platform for digital so here we are uh, we sort of noticed that um, it wasn't taken care of and it wasn't represented for a long time. So royalties were getting mismanaged and they weren't getting paid out. So it's the reason why Michael wanted to sort of go into the Polynesian scene. Uh, some of the, you know, we, it's, it's quite broad. Um, we do a lot of things, but some of them, of course, music distribution, where we would um, officially distribute your music to streaming platforms, including social media. And we're also, or we've also tapped into and we're now um, getting into music publishing as well. So that's the collection of royalties um, from PROs like APRA, ASCAP and BMI and paying them to our uh, respective songwriters, producers. Um, However, they, you know, they're involved with the song. We're there to represent them, collect royalties and pay it to the artist. That's pretty much it. Um,
0: how many artists currently do you have on your books, and can you share, you know, some of the artists that you're currently uh, working with and for? Masi?
1: Awesome. Um, right now, uh, Polynesian Pacific artists, we currently have around, I'd say, uh, close to 130 140 Polynesian artists that's across the whole Polynesia, the whole Pacific region, and um, you know, from Samoa, uh, New Zealand. Uh, Australia uh there's a couple in Tonga we've gone right up to um Ithea, Solomon Islands and Papua New Guinea and then Hawaii America so wherever where we all our Polynesians are. because I think that's a good thing as Polynesians we're not just in New Zealand or Samoa we're everywhere so when some when a song pops up over here everyone you know everywhere is gonna gonna listen to so um there's quite a few, um, you know, and we're continuing to, to, you know, to do the outreach thing. We're reaching out to all our Pacifica brothers and sisters out there who, you know, have been uh, mismanaged for a long time, uh, whether it be management or touring. Um, in this case, it would be royalties. So, you know, getting the chance to work with some of these guys. Like, honestly, I'm I'm a musician first. That's how I started in this journey, you know? So I've seen firsthand you know all the things that you know have gone wrong sort of in our journey and you know all the struggles we've been through and you know now I'm in the position to go back because before I came you know before I had this position you know I was touring with Jay Boog, you know Fiji um you know we were the backing band for Daniel Costello, you know for the last three years of his career so um you know so now when I got together with Michael Giles, You know, he sort of showed me, you know, this black hole thing that was all these royalties getting, you know, not even connecting to the artist. And I just went through the list and I was like, oh yeah, I know this guy, this guy. So it was pretty much like everyone that I, you know, affiliate with and now we're able to, you know, sort of clean up. And, you know, some of these guys have passed on, you know, Daniel Ray Costello, you know, Ulisse Bole'o, you know, Langasa Vea. So we're still trying to, you know, connect with the people that's, you know, in charge or represent their estate so we can, you know, collect and pay it to the families. Um, I think Daniel Costello is an awesome um, story because he passed away, um, you know, two, three years ago. And, um, you know, so Corinna and the girls, his wife and daughters, you know, they represent his estate and we work together with them to, you know, to, to connect them with these royalties to take care of them, you know, so... It's um it's a blessing and it's so rewarding eh, for me to be able to connect these people with basically what's this. And um yeah, so that's what we've been been up to for the last we've been working very hard for the last two years to get it off the ground and now that we've sort of, you know, we've done some good solid groundwork, you know, hopefully, you know, getting out into the media, getting more press, you know just having that awareness about what we are doing and what we can do for our Pacific musicians, not just the Polynesian Pacific musicians, but we want to branch out worldwide, you know, to, to every single niche, whether it would be, you know, Spanish or Japan or, you know, in England, Europe, you know, we just want to carry that message and, and say, Hey, you know, there's, you know, there are people out there that sort of care for you and we can totally represent you and fight for you and, Pretty much collect everything that's yours and, you know, give it back to you and your families.
0: If you've just joined us, uh, we are speaking with Massey, Josh Massey, head of distribution, uh, Polynesian Music, Precise Digital, and for our online viewers on our 5:31 Pi Facebook page, especially for artists that have any questions, please feel free to put them uh, through to Massey who will you know try his best to answer. Now, Massey, let's you know give us an example of how it works when you either outreach and you approach an artist or. Uh, conversely they approach you take us through the process how it works in terms of getting them you know the royalties that they are owed
1: awesome um so for the past two years um you know we've been doing just that you know there really is no right or correct way or formula to getting you know the artists in or reaching out to them so we started off with a list that uh michael and the team had sort of curated um, for you know a few months and because we have a how do I I want to use language that you know we're all going to you know sort of understand we've got like an, an access or a portal like a login to YouTube that no one else has unless you're like a major label or, a, or, or an aggregator or a distributor and through this portal Michael was able to show me um, how um, you know a lot of the Polynesian music the royalties you know they weren't getting paid to the artists so from there we sort of saw you know all the artists that were missing out and then you know on this list you know it was pretty much everyone that I knew or had produced music for or played guitar for so it was easier for me to reach out to them from that you know sort of angle and then that's how we we started getting them in and then word got out and then word got out and word got out and that's how you know we were able to sort of um get access to some of our rural you know artists that you know parts in fiji where there's no internet you know it was just word of mouth and that's how all these guys sort of sort of came in and um found out about how how and what we could do to help them so you know so through youtube um you know we were able to see that a lot of the channels were monetized um on a music network so um from there, you'd be missing out on like 30, 20 to 30% of royalties because it's not monetized correctly. So, you know, we would reach out to these artists and sort of bring them in to monetize their, their music channels on a music network where we could pay them a um, royalties on a fixed rate. You know, based on publishing, sound recording, and official music videos. So, oh, sorry, Masi, how,
0: Just before we continue, uh, for those of us you know not familiar with this term, monetize. When you say monetize, what does mm-hmm. that mean?
1: Monetize, or and some more. Uh, if I sorry, more monetize is fatupe. Uh, so, if atupe in Galle or YouTube channels, monetization is when you are getting paid money for your content on digital platforms so on youtube monetization is when you get paid you know uh almost like a wage every month for the for the content that you have on youtube so um spotify is the same thing as well for the amount of streams and 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 um people that consume your music you know you're paid a royalty you know you get a payment you know i think with spotify and itunes they're payments are quite delayed. You know, it's a couple of months before you get a check, but with YouTube, it's a, it's a monthly, you know, f- you know, for all our viewers and um, who are out there who are, look, are watching this interview, you know, you guys know, um, you know, that YouTube has a certain threshold that you've got to get before your channel gets monetized. So monetization is basically um, getting paid for your content. In this case, it's music. So it's getting paid for your original music or, you know, owning your own masters—that's what you're going to be paid for on, on on the YouTube platform. So that's what monetization is. Mm.
0: Now. In terms of once you've connected with an artist, what is the process to, you know, that you, what, you know, a general process that you work through in order to get uh, royalties? And when we're looking at royalties, is it backdated or only from the time you're able to, say, monetize, you know, a channel or an artist's music, Masse? Awesome.
1: So the process is quite. It's quite simple, depending on the sort of artist that you are. So I'll give you a scenario. So let's say that an artist, a Samoan artist, has never distributed their music, but they've got videos on YouTube that have been in there for 10 Mm. years plus. So then how we would approach it is that we would, you know, um, firstly, we would get the audio files or the music from them. So a lot of these guys don't have their master recordings or little dat tapes that, you know uh, you know some of them they, they can only get cds and you know they've kept you know they've kept them through the years so we would you know rip the audio files from the cds remaster it and then transfer them into WAV files where we can upload it to platforms so from there we can then go to YouTube and you know and copyright claim all their versions that have been uploaded onto onto the YouTube platform. So unfortunately we can't backtrack or backdate those royalties, you know, because there is an expiry date on that. And I will get to that further down in an interview, but usually we would use the, the audio distribute it officially. And then we would use that to collect all the, the old uploads that have been up there for 10 plus 15 years. Some of these videos have like millions and millions of views that people are just, you know, people were uploading back in the day because YouTube now is not what it was 15, 10 years ago. It's actually it's advancing every single year. Like, they're always coming up with updates. You know, when YouTube first started, you know, you didn't have major labels and that, you know, claiming all the music. So people were just making channels and putting music up, you know. But now it's so advanced that so you've got people representing, you know, the Beyonce's, the, the Bruno Mars's, you know, the, you know, all, all the, the A-list artists. But that's what was missing for Polynesians. So that's where Precise comes in you know, so we are a true representation. So, you know, it's 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 real um it's quite brutal online, you know, because all these major labels were just claiming all our songs and making money off Polynesian music only because there was no representation for these for our Polynesian people online. So now that we're able to sort of fight them and muscle them off, you know, a lot of our songs, you know, um I think it's you know it's, it's such a good and positive thing because, you know, for years and years, you know, I've been in this industry where, you know, people have been, you know, saying that they can help us, but they really don't, only because they don't know how to go about it. And now we've got a company that, you know, is headed by a genius, you know, um, you know, he, w- with his help and his direction and his vision, we're able to just go through all platforms and stand up for our people because that's what really is. It, it's, it's about representing our artists.
0: Must so in, in these examples where you've cited, you know, music uh, companies which, you know, uh, making royalties, but then also individuals. Mm. So, for example, you know, someone is a fan of, say, uh, Daniel Ray Costello and they, you know, they upload a, a song or that, but then that song through that channel of of an individual gets you know the the views and they've monetized the the channel and they're making money mm. off uh, someone there you know the music's not even theirs to begin with how does it work that way mm. you know and getting back the the sort of copyright for the you know the the original artist please awesome.
1: yeah so um a lot of the, so, so let's use daniel Costello for an example you know, his music has been up on random channels for so long. And some people have even made money off it, monetization, you know, only because he wasn't represented on that level. So now that we've come, you know, now that we've, you know, been in contact with Karina and the girls, and then they've trusted us to represent Danny and his music on a digital level. Um, so there's a, um, you know, for the for the YouTubers out there, um, there's a thing called YouTube Content ID where we put a unique ID on a song. So if it goes out onto YouTube, we're able to go through and put copyright licenses on it. So whatever views they make on it will go directly to the artist. So that's why um, not just Daniel Reckostella, that's how, you know, we started digging up the really, you know, the old guys, you know, digging up the Tia you know, the you know, the Benino Tia with the five stars. These are like, you know, I call these guys the big four because they're the most covered, Salmon you know musicians of all time especially Ponyalava, and there are a lot of cover versions and remixes and that that's on the digital platform that weren't getting collected so with youtube content id you know it notifies us when someone uploads a song to their channel right we would then go through and put the licenses on it so whatever views they get on it it'll come directly to the master rights owners. so that's why um you know, it's really, really important. You always hear these people in the industry say, You've got to own your own masters. You have to own your own masters. If a label has you got to buy it back, because the master, you know, your masters is pretty much where you make the money. You know, it's I mean, that's just one half of it, you know. But that's why um, you know, to answer your question, Brian. Um, you know, it's it's real easy for us, you know, if we are in agreement with a particular artist and their stuff's on YouTube we can then go and, you know, put the copyright licenses on So whatever views that that person gets on that song, it'll come back to the, you know, to, you know to, to the Daniel Ricostellos, you know, to the Sulireta Kurenas, to the Punyalavas, you know, to the Tiamas. So that's what, you know, so that's what we're able to do for a lot of our OGs as well. And we're really, you know, I, I think for me personally, I'm very proud of that fact because these are the people that I grew up listening to, you know. And I'll never ever stop being a fan, to be honest, because uh, I, I just love music. So,
0: Must, say, if it does get ugly when you're, you know, approaching uh, organisations or people, do you have the ability to to take legal action in order to enforce copyright?
1: Um, it hasn't got gotten to that level yet, <laughs> but um, I just want to say that you know we have, you know, um, I fully believe and trust, you know, in our in our leadership you know i think we have an awesome um the guy at the helm man, michael giles he's you know he's he's the man bro (laughs) honestly he's just the man you know um it hasn't gotten to that level yet but you know we trust him and we trust his vision what he's about and you know at the same time he's also you know um making sure that his team is well prepared for these things you know for disputes you know because youtube you know, for those that know, you know, the, the YouTube game, you know, when you upload something and you get a copyright strike or a copyright infringement on your channel, then you got to know how to dispute that. So we haven't got to the, to the courts yet, And I honestly hope, you know, we don't ever have to go there, but um, you know, we've got, you know, some good processes in our, in our team and people in place that can, you know, really help to, you know, to battle these people if it needs to go that way. Mm.
0: Let's look at uh, you know some some real positive stuff now from the work that you do if uh, when you're you know working with artists and let's, you know maybe one of your newer artists and you're able to pay them you know a check every month, can you talk me through you know one of those examples and the and the reaction of the uh, of the artist that you know because most of the time hey, it's it's Money is sort of secondary, eh? It's the, the passion of uh, creating the okay. music and wanting to share the music with the masses, Ah, eh, Masi?
1: Yeah, that's so true, Brian. Um, man, it's... I'll give you an example. So, you know, most of our... You know, we've got a big clientele base in Samoa, where I'm at right now. And, you know, Garofaing Finger, you know, some of them haven't even seen a royalty check before. And... Um, you know, early last year when we started remitting the payments, you know, um, they were just buzzing out like, oh, what's this? Because they thought it was just a one-time payment. So the checks kept coming and coming and coming. And then, you know, they were just like, every, every every single, you know, every payday was just, you know, they were very thankful, like genuinely. Like some of them would just tear up. Some of them would cry. You know, because now that they're able to provide for their, you know, for their families, and you know, for church and and everything else that they um, you know, they need the um the funds for. But um, also for the younger artists as well, because we've got a few younger artists that have just started releasing music, you know, and um, as young as like 15, 16, you know, seventeen, and who are now making money, you know, off their music. Um, you know, we sort of try and um mentor them in a way where hey you know it's not about you know buying all the flash things and flexing on instagram and facebook but you know try and put some aside make sure you give some to mom dad you know i think you know where there's money if you're young and you're making money on that level man you need some guidance like you need to be mentored and you need to surround yourself with people not family but people that can actually advise you On how to manage your money, and I think um you know, I think we need more of those processes around not just in music but sports, entertainment, you know. But um, a lot of the young guys that are starting to make money, especially in music, you know, it could go real bad real quick. But I think you know, as you know, as mentors and as leaders, we need to really um you know, make sure we you know look after our young ones and and teach them you know to hey. Just, you know, don't, don't buy this, don't buy that too quick and save your money and save for the rainy days, you know, Um, our, our, our CEO, like Michael's really, really big on that. He's, he's all about, you know, just advising, you know, to save and, you know, not to make sure you don't, you know, spend it all at once because, you know, these YouTube checks, they come in every month and, the 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 other streaming platforms like spotify and itunes that you know those guys are every two months so there's money coming in consistently and continuously and you know we really really need to um sort of help the young especially the young guys but for the older guys um you know some of these people um honestly they stopped recording like 10 15 20 years ago they stopped when cds came out some of them had given up like oh you know, I've still got some of them. Even had like boxes of CDs, unsold CDs at their houses, and I was calling them up, like, "Oh, do you have the CD to?" And you know, they'd be like, "Oh, I've got a box of it." Oh, can you please send that to me because I need to rip that to. You know, it needs to go up. And, you know, they were very, very hesitant at first. And then uh, when they started seeing the royalties come in, they were, you know, they were just buzzing out like, man, Take the I whole didn't box! How- take the whole box! <laughs> yeah, yeah, take the whole box. So they, they had no idea they could still make money on the music they recorded like 10, 15, 20 years ago. So it really is a blessing, my. It really is. It's, it's rewarding, you know, to see how people take care of their families.
0: Masi with the artists that you currently have on your books, what's the biggest check to date that you've, you know, paid out to, in one month to an artist?
1: Oh, man. Shucks. That is a, that's a tough question for me. There's, there's a lot of them, <laughs> but, um, you know, um, we have, you know, we've got artists that make, you know, um, as little as, you know, two hundred three hundred $300, you know, and there are some that, you know, that make over well well over $10,000. Wait. So quite...
0: $10,000 a month
1: must <laughs> those are, you know those would be the you know the bigger sort yeah. of artists like not in the in the you know not particularly in the Polynesian the Pacific um niche but as i mentioned before we have other niches that our company sort of works in like Japan and Europe and England. So, a lot of those guys out there, because the market's bigger, you know, so, you know, those guys' payments are on a bigger scale. But yeah, it's, Man,
0: that's incredible.
1: It's, it, it honestly depends. That's the best answer I can get. It depends because when you bring out music, there's no guarantee that it's going to hit or not. And sometimes it's the ones that you least expect, you know, that you could, if you bring out something and it goes viral, you know, you could be, you know, you'd be looking at a couple of grand a month, you know, but consistency is the key. You, you can't rely on that one song. You've got to bring something out and then you've got to put plans in place to bring out other singles so that your revenue is consistent throughout the months. Because, you know, sometimes when someone brings out a big song, you know, they're making all the money for the first couple of months. And then after that, it just shoots right down. And then they're asking questions like, oh, what happened to my money? You know, and then we sort of show them the algorithm patterns that, hey, you know. It's not consistent right through, you know. You've got to, you, you've got to keep feeding the channel and you know come up with creative ideas and ways to sort of, you know, make sure that your revenue is consistent. You know,
0: I was thinking of the 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 classic example a few years back when Josh Six Eight Five dropped day
1: Man, wow,
0: on oh my life, because um, <laughs> um, I heard he made like over a um, million bucks on that.
1: Man, that's another interview on its own. Like that whole process and how it came about, and you know the business and the mechanics behind Josh Six Eight Five. You know, I don't really want to say much on it, but man, yeah.
0: Hey, the power of social media and getting Jason Derulo to finally, you know, (laughs) like uh, credit where credit is due, sort of thing. Hey, so definitely because you
1: know. people only see the surface, you know, you think, wow, just in the ruler of social media, Josh Six Eight Five, But, you know, very, very few people understand the business and the mechanics behind it, you know, so that's what they don't know, you know, you, you know, cause to the, to the basic person, it's just like, ah, oh, that's me. Cool. You know, he's making and all that stuff, but you know, what goes on behind and the dealings of that is that's another story. Like I said, that's another interview, but yeah, bro, when Josh Six Eight Five hit the scene man it was like wow this kid South Auckland I didn't even think he has a studio set up or even any, anything like that but he made you know this piece of music that just went crazy and man, I'm so proud of the fact that well, you know it made me proud to be a Pacific Islander you know to see our oh, man he's so young that's what buzzes me up so that's um yeah it was it was awesome to see that and I'm a big fan of Josh 685.
0: Come on. Josh um sorry I must say, I, I want to ask you know can you take us through you know finally because there'll be a lot of artists that will be watching this and you know people listening online uh, sorry listening on radio you know, the process Hey, I, I, I've I got music out in there And I've got a new YouTube channel And this is awesome But right. I don't want to miss out on, you know, royalties That may be owed to me Can you take us through right. some key steps That they need to, you know, take Or need to go through Apart from getting in touch with yourself At uh, Precise Digital You know, that they need to, uh, yeah, to go through uh, Please
1: Definitely, Um. you know precise digital we're pretty much on all social media platforms we're on facebook we're on um instagram twitter you know um i can also you know put my email you know on on this chat as well when we're done but um please you know would love to hear from you you know if you're watching this if you're a musician if you're an artist if you're a songwriter producer you know wherever you know um or whatever you do in the music business, you know, I'd love to have a conversation with you. Um, especially for our artists who, um, you know, our o I'll talk about our OGs first. You know, our old Samoan Tongan Fijian artists who have recorded music back in the day and haven't distributed them. Man, we would love to provide a platform for you to distribute your music and get you paid. You know, on all those royalties because chances are your songs are already up on YouTube but it's the fact that YouTube cannot, you know, they don't know who to pay, you know, the the royalties to because we haven't distributed the music. And just for young artists out there, you know, who are looking for a platform, you know, that could, you know, who, who are just passionate. Because I think for us, the passion is first, you know, we're very passionate about what we do. You know, if you come to me with a song and you want me to distribute, I'm not just going to throw it up there, <laughs> you know we have a team, you know, that go through and listen to the song and then they could, you know, you know, they have ideas on how we can pitch the song to various radios and playlists on the Spotify, on the Apple Music, on the YouTube music platform. So I think for us, um, you know, we're a small team, but we're very, very passionate. We want to sort of maximize and optimize, you know, the careers of our, especially our young artists that are coming through. And Honestly, Ma, these young guys that are coming through now, uh, there's there's a wave of them, you know that are just. producing, songwriting, you know. We've got a young guy, you know. He sends me songs, and then like I'm just listening to it. I'm like thinking, wow, this guy's amazing. You know, I met him last year, sixteen year old kid sent me the song. He just goes, oh bro, can he just? He couldn't even talk to me. He talks to me like this, and very shy kid from South Auckland, and then. We released a song, Was the biggest song of 2021 from a 16-year-old. His, you know, his channel and his views on his YouTube, Spotify, just hit the roof. And, you know, this kid's continuing to bring out more and more music. So I think, you know, take a leap of faith. I think if you're young, even if you're a young artist, a young songwriter, a young musician, um, even if you're an OG artist, you know, I mean the work speaks for itself. We've done some good groundwork for all our people. Um, doesn't matter if you're we, you know we want to look after the whole of the Pacific, the whole of the Moana. So, you know, we are very, very approachable. I'll, you know, like I said, Ma, I'll leave my email on the chat uh, on this interview and then, you know, just Google us, Precise Digital, you know, we've got a website where you can, um, you know, talk to us and talk to our team. You know, just let us know a little bit about your history and your situation and Bro, we can do the best we can to sort of, you know, help you and make sure that, you know, you continue to you know, to to make music if you're making music or songwriting or producing. So you're yeah.
0: That's awesome, and uh, yeah, we'll get you to send it through, and we'll just update our Facebook description. But also, a very big thank you for Te lavalau to Fa Josh Masse, head of distribution, Polynesian Music, Precise Digital, and again, you know, I highly recommend to all our musicians, artists that are, are watching this online to share, 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 because the you know the 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 the, the seeds, the gold nuggets, the information that Masse has just shared, you know, be so beneficial. And imagine how much you can bless not only you know your, your family and that. But future generations. Come on. Thank you so much, also, and all the best for the rest of the tour.
1: Hatsuifua.
0: <laughs> <laughs>